How could you? She had beautiful red locks. I one day wanted to stroke them. Now what am I to do? G dot E dot E dot K 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 Hello and welcome to this week's edition of the G.E.E.K podcast. It's episode 25. We're at a quarter of a century, Reg. We are indeed. Yay. Getting rather old now. Yeah, really old. We're catching up on me. That's I'm not going to divulge how old I am, but I'm not as old as Steve. That's all that matters. Speaking of Steve, he's not here. Dan's here, though, and so is Reg is here. Hello. Hello. Um, where's Steve? Uh, Steve's in Finland, if you haven't seen the tweets. Finland. Um, there is a particular reason why he has gone to Finland, though. It's not for, like, a holiday, which some people might assume it is. All right, okay. Um, it's because, you know, tonight the, the new Doctor Who announcement is who's going to be the new Doctor. Uh, but yes. I think Finland are ahead of us in time, possibly. That's true. Yeah, um, there's an hour at a different time zone. Yeah. So, so I think he's gone so he could actually get the information does... before we do. Okay. I, I'm not sure that time works like that. Oh. But... Um... Uh, it, uh, maybe he doesn't know. That's fine. Or maybe he's gone for an extreme weight loss program then, after all the, the <laughs> jobs you've been doing for him, saying that you know he's just he's dead poking fat him and in the belly and stuff, and so he's you know took it a bit to the extreme and. I, I wouldn't say he's fat. He's pleasantly plump, lazy, yes, but fat's a bit extreme. But maybe, yeah, the Finnish are pretty good with their uh, their weight loss programs. It's worth the, the trip alone, I think. Um, I know he went to Sweden as well. Sweden and Finland. He yeah, thought they were the same place. Yeah, yeah. He went to Sweden and now he's gone up to Finland. Yeah. He's a jet setter. Don't know why, but anyway. Because he hates flights. Yeah. Speaking of, um, of Doctor Who, announcing a new Doctor Who, by the time this is actually posted, the whole world will know who it is. Yeah. Um, who do you reckon it's going to be? Well, I don't actually care. I um, reckon it's going to be That's the important Cage. thing. Yes. That's it. It's going to be Nicolas Cage. That's our. That's what we, right. If it's not, um, then we'll um, apologise because that would be amazing. It would be amazing. I think this would be the only way I'd actually watch Doctor Who would be if it was Nicolas Cage as the Doctor. That would be awesome. It would be so good. I, I'd actually start watching it. Well, I was having a read today, and they've, there's a, a list on BBC website of the kind of the eight or nine favourites. All the bookies are taking odds on it. I mean, this this might be pointless to talk about because by the time we get round to it, um, but when this is actually posted, everyone's going to know. But um, first up, a guy called Peter Capaldi. Who have you ever seen? Um, the thick of it. No. No. Okay. Old Scottish guy. Don't know. Doesn't really look like he's going to fit in with it. Um, ben Daniels. I've no idea who he is, but he was in. Um, cutting it and Law and Order UK. So, well, oh, yeah. I think I know who you're on about. Okay, I don't. Um, now another guy though, Chiwetel Ejiofor. Him I do know. So yeah, a black doctor. I was going to say, yeah, has there ever been like black a black or an Asian or something? Yeah, I, I'd love to see. I'd love to see an Asian Doctor Who. Yeah, I think that would be awesome. Mm, who, who would play that? Um, Jackie Chan. Oh, that Asian, you mean? That Asian. <laughs> Chinese. No, I don't know. I'd like to, I don't know, but there's, there's got to be some some fresh new actors, out faces out there, Asian True. ones that want to try and make it Why in not? such classic TV entertainment. Yeah. Uh, um, well, the next one up is Idris Elba. 
uh, Luther and also star of Pacific Rim. I think that's... I don't even know where that's come from, to be honest. I don't think that's even a remote possibility. Uh, I don't even think he'd be interested. I think he's too busy. I think he's all Hollywood now. That's not a bad thing. Um, Luther's amazing. I've been watching it recently, and you really need to get onto it. But regardless, um, you know, just don't really see it. There's a lot of talk of um, him being Batman. That would be amazing. Black Batman. Mm. if, If you watch Luther, you'll see how good he could be yeah I, as that I, character i get it i've seen a little snippets of it and he it does look really good and i will eventually get onto it yeah let me see who else david harwood um have you seen homeland he's yes. kind of the um the guy who runs the terrorist unit right again another black guy um no they're loving the yeah the black dudes. i think they're insistent on it's going to be different this time yeah. um rory kinnear who i don't know but apparently he was in um james bond and some channel 4 drama drama don't know right. <laughs> billy piper what yes that billy piper the one who was in doctor who so uh yeah <laughs> so she's played the assistant and now they want her to play the doctor apparently um, they don't. She's she's at thirty three to one apparently. Um, Daniel Rigby, who is the annoying geeky guy on the BT adverts, who's always going on about his broadband not working. Oh, the, the <laughs> fucking really annoying one who goes out on the date. And yeah, all that. Yeah. Well, things are going to have to change around here. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, then Andrew Scott, who was Moriarty and Sherlock who was amazing in Sherlock, like ridiculous in Sherlock, but I just don't see him playing this sort of part. And the last one, uh, Ben Whishaw, who played Q in Skyfall, Yeah. which uh, that... I was disappointed with. I thought it was rubbish. Everyone said how amazing it was. I really didn't like Skyfall. it that much. Yeah. Uh, it was all right. It was better than Quantum of Solace, but I still didn't think it was that great. It wasn't... It wasn't the, the greatest film of the year, which loads no. of people were saying, but it was, it was decent enough to... To watch, yeah. I quite enjoyed it. Much yeah. like the latest Die Hard film, I watched it on Friday. Okay, night. Uh, good and it wasn't as bad Hard. as everyone said. It's not Die Hard. Yeah, it, it it's it's really not. But it's a just it's a good film. Just put on and right. just and just watch. It was watchable. The um, thing is, the the last well, the last three films haven't really been Die Hard from the beginning. They might have been turned into them, but Die Hard with a Vengeance was originally written as a Lethal Weapon movie. Yeah. Uh, Die Hard 4.0 or Live Free or Die Hard, whatever you want to call it, was originally a book, had nothing to do with John McClane, um, and then they just went, we're going to buy this story and turn it into a Die Hard. Yeah, that's pretty much what I think they've done with this one. Um, it's just it's dead annoying because his son Jack, um, spoilers, probably too late, <laughs> okay. um, but yeah, his son Jack, um, which I never knew he had, I knew he had a daughter, yeah. Um, but yeah, his, his son Jack, which he keeps calling um, John McLean, John. He never calls him dad because he's got the anger parent issue and whatnot. Okay. So what they, him like, do John. they announce from the beginning that it's his son now? Or yeah. is it one of them? He calls him John and then you realise at the end he goes alright, that was, that was good work dad. No, no, it, it starts off with him and um, him and Ramona Flowers sitting in the car obviously yeah. his daughter yeah. um, sitting in the car and going about how he's going to go meet Jack right. uh, he's got to go to Russia to meet Jack who's yeah, the, as you his do. son. Mm-hmm. So it's like, Ace so it starts off then, and he's got one really annoying catchphrase throughout the entire film, uh, which is, 
I'm supposed to be on vacation or I'm on vacation, man. In he, Russia. He, he keeps saying it continuously throughout the film. So there's one bit where he's ragging like this um, SUV um, out of a plane on a rope that's going to explode this helicopter. And uh, he just rags it out. And as soon as he does, instead of going like, yippee motherfucker, he just goes, I'm supposed to be on vacation, man. And does it <laughs> every inopportune time to say it, like when they're being shot at and stuff. And instead, like a really funny one-liner, he just recycles that continuously. Right. Um, so it's that part was a bit disappointing. But apart from that, um, it was it was decent enough to watch. Is it like 4.0 where it was cut to shreds and every when every when he says yippee mother. There's a noise. He that does, no, he it. does actually say fucker. So this, this was on DVD or Blu-ray you watched. Yeah, DVD. Yeah. So the uncut version. Yeah. So it was it was it was decent PG-13, enough. We watched that as we and, discussed uh, last week. Yeah, we watched that. We watched Dark Skies, which was creepy and pretty awesome as well. Mm. That was fun. I've heard good things. Yeah, it was good. Although speaking of latest films that we've been to see, yeah, I watched Wolverine. Snickety snick. Yeah. Spoiler alerts because this will be a a review featuring plot points. Um, to be honest, I've got more things to say about uh, what was wrong with it. Not in a bad way, not in that I didn't like it, because I, I did enjoy it. It was way better than Origins. Uh, better than First Class, I thought. Um, By miles. Yeah. Um, just, yeah, wasn't as as amazing as it could have been. I thought the first two acts were, were good, were really good. The final act, I, didn't, I thought, felt like it was a different film. I thought it just felt really kind of tacked on the whole kind of just the ending uh, the uh, one bit i didn't like i didn't like the way they portrayed silver surfer i wasn't i wasn't silver really, samurai. Uh, silver, silver samurai, <laughs> sorry silver surfer just watching her with that wow. um yeah the, the silver samurai wasn't it, they, they could have made him so much better it was just it was a little bit weird it's just like they mentioned the silver samurai at the beginning and then um you get towards the end and oh look there's a silver samurai he's made out of adamantium and then he's a robot, and you're just like, hmm. yeah, it wasn't, weird. it wasn't great. But um, but also, it's like, why are they trying to? Okay, again, big spoiler alert. The whole plot of it becomes apparent at this point that they want to cut off uh, his claws, his um, you know, his adamantium claws. But none of this is made clear until about t- ten seconds before they're about to do it, and then they go, oh, right, okay, they, they've got his claws out. Now we're going to cut them off. Like, what? Why? Why? Why would you need to do that? Um, and eventually, when he gets them cut off, you're like, right, okay, so that's so he can drill into his skeleton and suck out his healing power or something like that, his essence to yeah. save the life of this ninety-year-old Chinese guy who, uh, sorry, Japanese guy who he saved decades before nagasaki i think the annoying thing about it as well is the fact that they explain what the armor is right at the beginning so yeah. you know uh, this is a set of armor you know they call it a thing susie mentioned it i was like well it's got to be the old fucking guy right right at, you knew for a fact that when because you see him in the trailer like mm. a tiny snippet of the silver samurai i was like well that's going to be him then it, it's going to be him in the suit that's why you can't see him that's yeah. like, makes perfect sense so they ruined the end part about five minutes in. Yeah. And I'm like, well, that reveal's going to be really shit now. Mm. So, but... It's weird. I, I I had high hopes for it in that the, originally, when they were talking about doing this, I mean, this is based on one of the kind of the, the ultimate, like, really just fan-favourite Wolverine stories. Um, like, Frank Miller. Um, 
and it was what's his name darren aronofsky who was involved with it and he's he he makes some really kind of well received like really critically acclaimed kind of indie movies right like did this one called the fountain which really just it's really good well worth watching um and when they announced him involved it was like okay they've, they're putting a little bit of kind of um quality behind this this isn't just going to be another wolverine action movie there's actually going to be some substance to it and then he dropped out for whatever reason and then they bring in the next director and i don't know i just hope that they were going to keep some of that from you know this just a little bit behind the story but they, they didn't seem to they seem to take a big action route and especially with the last kind of 20 minutes half an hour with the ending i just thought how oh, it really didn't fit with the rest of the movie yeah, I I don't know. It did seem to sort of slow down a little bit, and the theme did change quite quite heavily. But it was, in my opinion, it was, it's been the best X Men film that they've done so far. Really? Yeah. Over the first three. Easily, I oh, hated wow. the first two. Oh I wow! Didn't mind the third one. Thought the third one was all right. That's weird because that's but, everyone says the third one was the worst one. But I hated the first two. They oh, were just is... so slow and so boring they weren't good films to watch admittedly you got the fan service in there but apart from that you haven't got a solid uh, like story to... it's it's really really boring really yeah i wasn't mm. much fans of it, which is why i wasn't that asked about going to see it but no. we missed pacific rim oh, yeah. which which annoyed me because we went to get we went shopping around the oaks before we decided to go see the film and i was like look at me watching i was like yeah we'll have enough time to get some food and stuff um so we got my orange wednesday ticket and i was like right walked up there we missed it by about 15 minutes by the time the film would have started. Right. So it was about half an hour in when you go to the ticket. So it was like, right, okay, we missed the trailers, so that'll be all right. We missed yeah. the adverts, it's fine. And the one was like, yeah, it'll be about 15 minutes. I was like, right, we'll go see um, Wolverine. And it was either that or The World's End, which I'd still really want to see. But we're like, we'll go see Wolverine because at least we can talk about it then. Um, so we we sat down and as soon as the, the, the trailers came on, came up with Marvel and you just seen... The, the the hint it was going to be the Thor film and you mm. want to see the smile on Ash's face as soon as it starts she's like Thor and all the way through it's the film like Wolverine she still had the smile on her face just because Thor's coming out again soon yeah. she's obsessed although the one thing that did make me giggle and I want to talk about this as well um, is the end part you know the post trailers yeah uh, the post credits that's that was the best bit and it was worth it for that alone like I still enjoyed the movie but that bit was just amazing I've never heard. Ash laughed so hard in my entire life. When? Right? When went to, in that end credits part. Right. And you're going through, when, when Professor X rags through in his wheelchair. Yeah. Ash was in stitches. She was like, look at him going in and out. He's like on one of those little Dyson ball hoover things. You can't hear him. It's silent and everything. It was just, <laughs> he was just waving in and out of it. And she's going, it's just like one of those little Dyson ball things. She was laughing going on about it and the guy sat there it's just like what's so funny i don't get it and i was like i don't get it what's going on until after the thing and she explained it i was like right now it makes sense <laughs> oh dear and how many people are confused uh, why why is he alive he died yeah i don't know but i think it's i think it's been given that much coverage what the actual um plot line's going to be some people some people kind of know what it's all about but they've got it cover exactly why he's suddenly back did you uh, when you watched x-men last stand did you watch right the way to the end of the credits like literally right after the credits had ended because there's a all through the 
the movie, there's um, kind of every now and again they'll show this news report of this guy who's uh, in a coma, um, and there's a point where um, Professor X is talking to a student saying, oh, it's theorised that one can transfer their consciousness from one being to another over you know, vast distances. And they're like, all oh, right, there you go, and it, and it moves on. Um, and at the very end, you see um, this nurse sitting there with the, the guy who's in a coma. And then you just hear this voice, which is clearly Patrick Stewart's voice, say the nurse's name, and then she goes, <gasps> and looks up. And so you're meant to assume, big spoiler alert, that he, at the point of him being vaporised by uh, the phoenix, transferred his consciousness into this homeless guy. And I, this is the bit I'm not sure of, but... I read somewhere that someone was saying that that was his brother, and that's why he could do it. It was his brother that was in a coma. Don't quote me on that bit. Could be wrong, but I've read that somewhere. Right. Very interesting. But yeah, but the the setup. To be fair, you see him walking through through the airport, and then you see the TV. Trask Industries making a better future. Yeah. Yes. Have, have you seen the um? Have you seen the the. The, the tweet picture that um, Brian Singer put up when he stood next to the Sentinels. Yes, I posted it on the website for people to go and have a look. Yeah, that's probably where I've seen it. Possibly. <laughs> oh, it's been a very drunken, hazy couple of days for okay. me. So. Really? That's unusual. Yeah, it makes a nice change, doesn't it? Okay. <laughs> so, yes, he posted the Sentinel. Now, now my biggest memories of the Sentinels um, are from the animated series. Yes. Um, and they're massive. Absolutely huge, like literally, you know, about 12 people high. Um, and then you, anything I've seen of the Sentinels in any of the kind of the viral stuff or any little photos or videos, they didn't look that big. They looked big, but they didn't look like as huge as they're supposed to be. Um, and Brian Singer has posted a, uh, a picture of him standing next to a, a proper, like, maid. Um, so it's not going to be CGI by the look of it, it's going to be actual animatronics proper sentinel and it's about four times the size of, of a man so it's still huge but it's not quite as big as you expect in the in at least in the animated series and in the comics they were kind of piloted by a, yeah. a man these just look like they're robots so yeah, yeah I, I'm, I'm fine with a little yeah a little change like that i'm fine with um i think it's in good hands though that's the thing he seems to just I don't know, just everything they keep announcing like oh this guy's back in it this guy's in it this is gonna happen this is about it they seem to like we really really want to make an amazing X-Men movie that sums everything up. And what they really seem to be doing is, I think Fox Studios want an Avengers type thing. They want to be able to really? have all these kind of different spin-offs. Because, you know, they can't touch that. Yeah, they, They're not going to let Marvel Studios get hold of any of it. They're just like, right, we've got this franchise, which is big. We, we need to make this massive. So that's why they're talking about X Force as a spin-off, and you know, and there's a Magneto movie in the works, and all sorts. And you've got First Class, which I'm sure they'll do another proper sequel to at some point. So, so isn't that of... what Days of Future Past is? It's not the full-on, well, fully-fledged sequel. Exactly. It's, well, it's it's combining both, isn't it? Really. So mm. at least they're tying it together, even though Days of Future um, Days of Future Past First Class completely contradicts a load of the other stuff. A lot of it. Yeah. It's annoyed me, but regardless. Um, but the okay, my, I'll go just go back to Wolverine. Biggest problem I had with it was all the little mistakes. Um, just like okay, all the way through the movie, Wolverine hasn't got healing powers, and then he fixes himself, and now he's suddenly got healing powers. He's all right again. Okay, um, then 
the silver samurai cuts off his claws and his claws don't grow back. Yeah, but that they couldn't grow back good they because well, Yeah, but then that's... like about five minutes later he's like, Right, I need these claws now. And he gets, and he, bone, and he gets the bone claws back. And he's like, it's not until he goes, oh, I've got them back now. Why didn't they just grow back? Or why didn't he get his bone claws out before that? Maybe it Makes takes no a while sense. for everything to, to fully come through. Like the heel would be, mm. probably be a bit easier than having protruding claws coming out to try and force your muscles through. Yeah. And that's a big, that's like such a massive change. But, and it makes you wonder like, okay, is he going to get, what, how's he going to get it back? Is he going to get adamantium again? <laughs> yeah. You know, you see him at the airport at the end and he pulls his bone claws out and you're like, oh, he's still got his bone claws. That's yeah. Just, I don't know, that's such a huge change in the in the universe. In the, the thing world, is, I it? don't think by the time we get to the next one, I don't think he'll probably still have the bone claws. I think whenever it comes through, they'll find, he'll just randomly have the adamantium yeah. start off with a reckon. No, I don't they, even reckon they, they'll tie in. They have to. Into it. They have to explain it. Mm. And it's like, and the, the whole thing about adamantium is, it's it's got to be kept in a liquid state because it cools. As soon as it cools, it's indestructible. Um, yeah. So what's it? The silver samurai happens to have this adamantium sword that he can turn into, like he can make, um, you know, heat up so yeah. he can slice through adamantium. But it's just yeah, no, <laughs> just why that should. It was happen. just that whole thing when when Logan gets it. And he's uh, going, he's got the yeah. one hand, he's like, come and on, realize, come on, come hands. on. He's like, oh, yes, hang on. And then, yeah. Two hands, and then it was like literally Scott Pilgrim when he puts both hands on the flames and goes, yeah. the sword. Like, <laughs> Wolverine has earned the power of adamantium. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then moments after that, he's like, okay, I need to use two hands. Now it now it heats up like the Silver Samurai. Then seconds later, you see the Silver Samurai standing there holding a sword one-handed, and it's a heated sword. Just, what? what? Just... But he just someone should have noticed that, and then the whole <laughs> thing of um, the um, daughter of sorry the granddaughter. They're at the funeral of the of the granddad who you know Wolverine saves his life and blah 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 whatever, um, and then the um, what do you call them the yakuza come along and try and kidnap her, try and kill those people and kidnap her. Wolverine manages to save her, and then they get to the bullet train and they get on, on board and they sit down or whatever and they're like, right, let's let's try and escape now. Let's go to my little house on the other side of Japan. So they do that. Um and then she just sits there and she reaches into a pocket and pulls out headphones, puts them in start listening to music. She went to her dad's funeral with headphones. Well yeah, because on the way there, what are you gonna listen to? You're gonna be mourning the death of your grandfather. No. Yeah. And on the way back, listen to music instead of having to you know, because if you listen to music, it might zone her out so she doesn't have to, like, go into the actual world. She can just go in her own little bubble. And maybe it might be music okay. that he was really into that she thought might bring her closer to him. I think that's highly unlikely, but okay. No, that, I think, personally, but, nowadays, everybody carries headphones anywhere. I don't. You do? No, I don't. I, do. I, I've had my bag with me. I have my headphones. But I wouldn't take this bag to a funeral. I'd take my phone and I take my wallet and my keys, and that's the only three things that you need. And I think I don't know why exactly. you need a phone at a funeral, but... For afterwards and things like that, and for whatever, and for just, you'd have your phone ready. You need you have your phone everywhere with you. What if someone blooming dies? What if, I don't know, who knows? What if uh, there's a zombie apocalypse and someone needs to warn me? Don't need headphones for that. Maybe you do. Maybe strangle the zombies with. Okay, don't think that'd work, but okay. You never know. Um, and then the other thing, they seem 
to be able to get from one side of Japan to the other in a space of minutes. Yeah. At one point, they're like, oh, we're on this uh, bullet train. It's 300 miles an hour. Um, So, you know, it'll take us an hour and a half to get from here to to Nagasaki. And then later on, they're just like, oh, let's jump on this motorbike. Oh, it's driven. Okay, we're there now. Okay. That's the get, one thing as well. That, get a grip on your uh, time and space. Man, really. is how fast they were ragging around that bike in the snow. Yeah, true. I mean, I like I ride a motorbike, so riding yeah. it in the snow, as you know, with me falling off quite a few <laughs> times, it's very hard. In the snow, yes, true. So, I mean, Jesus. Yeah. Well, he's Wolverine. He's used to it. He's he, Logan's good at his riding his motorbike. He's got like two hundred years of practice. Yeah. Well, true, but still. Yeah. But um. I I did really 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 like the uh, the bullet train fight scene. I thought that was ace. That was awesome. That um, went on top of it. Yeah. Um. And other than that, I thought, uh, what's her name? Yosh- Yoshika was it? The, the the kind of the main woman who goes to to take you know to greet him and take yeah. him back. I thought she was amazing. And I hope she's in Days of Future Past. Although I doubt it. Yeah, she was ace. The one thing that I I don't get who she is and I don't know if she's been in anything else because obviously you're a bigger X-Men fan than me the weird creepy doctor um, yeah sneaky woman was she just a, a new one for I this don't, or um, I don't I don't know trying her. to figure out who, who she was and by all of a sudden I didn't recognise her but I, don't, I, I think she will be she'll be based on something but I, I didn't recognise her right but um, I've I've got the of the Wolverine sitting there on my tablet and I've just I've not read it yet and I was like do I read it before do I wait just, yeah, okay, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna watch the movie first, so I will read it and then I'll report back. Yeah, fair enough. Fair. That'd be good. Yeah. All right, let's move on from uh, Wolverine. Although, um, just sticking on movie news, and you mentioned Pacific Rim, um, we might actually get a sequel to Pacific Rim. So Ooh. I know you haven't seen it yet, so you can't get that excited, but that excites me because it was amazing. Um, it's not done that great in the states. Apparently, um, it's, it cost about 190 million. I think it was. Yeah. So, reported budget of 190 million, um, and it's taken about 90 in the states, which oh, right. isn't great. No. Worldwide, it's sitting at 225 million. However, it opened in China this week, and um, I bet that skyrocketed. Yes. Um, it took nine million in like in over the weekend, um, which is the biggest ever opening for. Um, a, a Warner Brothers picture. Christ. Um, so yeah, it's massive over there. Like everyone's going mental for it. So they 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 reckon when it all gets kind of a uh, you know added up at the end, they'll they'll have smashed budget, and you might see a, a sequel. Only question is though, are they then going to gear it way way more for the Chinese audiences? Because they're doing this all the time now. Apparently they did it. Obviously Iron Man three. They added loads in because they got loads of budget from China. Yeah. Uh, apparently they cut stuff out of Skyfall and Looper was mostly funded by Chinese money as well. So that had a load of extra stuff in in China. No, right. Um, okay. So they seemed to do... <laughs> it was great. I don't know what you're talking about. It was all right. It just wasn't as great as what you and Brian Lee O'Malley kept on going on about. I, like I, th- I think he, he might ruin Pacific Rim for me as well because the way he keeps on going on and on and on about Pacific Rim. Well, just... Don't but, leave it so long. Just go and watch it next week, if it's I still do, on. I do really want to. Yeah. But it was wonderful. Um, so that hopefully means that we might get a sequel, but we'll see. Um, 
yeah, you need to go and see it so I can talk to you about it. Yeah. Um, I don't think I've got any other movie news. Um, oh, 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 have you heard? Chloe's coming back to the 24 new series. I did indeed. Amazing. I did indeed. And it's one of those things that I'm really, really shit at remembering what the actual actors and actresses' names are for characters and things. So Mary when it was like Lynn Mary... Rajkov. Yeah, Rajkov. I was like, who is she? Oh. Who is she? And bear in mind, I've already she's watched... She's that really uh, yeah, unfunny comedian. I've watched a couple of the stand-up things that she's done, so I should have known. And she's so unfunny, it's unbelievable. Yeah, it's Sorry, not Chloe. good. I don't understand how you can be so amazing in 24, yet so shit when it comes to your proper thing you like doing. But I'm so excited about this. We were chatting about it last night in the wedding, though, and uh, I'm I'm dubious about how good it's going to be. I mean, obviously, Redemption was was brilliant. It will be good. But I have no doubt because and it's not just the fact of Redemption. Look at season seven. Season seven was arguably one of the best seasons as a whole. It's just really action packed, really great. You know, um, they had over a year to plan for that one. This is the same. This is like, right, this is going to be an event. It's going to be really good. All the original people back. Let's make it great. Yeah, with 12 episodes. I, I still... I'm, I'm intrigued to know how it's going to work it. I, t- I don't think it matters. I think they're just, like, they're just going to skip bits. You know, everyone was excited. Well, everyone who's a fan was excited that there was going to be a movie and everyone was, it was fine that that was only going to be on two hours. But, um, yeah, I, I, I don't have a problem. I have faith. Big faith in it. Because it's twenty-four, I just I'm curious whether it's going to start up a, another set of them. Um, I hope fair, it does. If it does well. Yeah, but then if they do twelve episodes every season, just like, uh, no. I hope it goes back to the twenty-four. I'll I'll miss it if it, do it yeah, if it do keeps doing the twelve. Although you wouldn't be watching one show for half a year. Mm. But that's the the only one downside. Wow, my voice went really weird. Then did really? you? Hear that? Um, <laughs> yeah, that's the only downside about about twenty-four is the fact that. It is 24 weeks long, so it's like nearly half a year Yeah, of watching the same show. I don't care. And having to wait week and week in, knowing you've but got, 50, you've got, six, work, you've got 24 another... weeks to, yeah. to wait till the end. As amazing as it is watching it on the telly, it's so frustrating. So frustrating. Yeah, it's true. It's yeah. still amazing. Mm. Oh, well, you're on the subject of before you mentioned Doctor Who. <laughs> One thing we didn't talk about from um, Comic-Con in the other week was uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy panel where they kind of finally introduced everyone and said, right, yep, these are all the characters. This is what they're all playing. You know, all set. So we now know that um, Benicio Del Toro is playing the Collector. Um, we know that uh, Michael Rook is playing Yondu. Obviously, you, you, we know who's now playing, um, uh, what's it, Gamora. That's, what's it, what's the face? So he's Aldana. Um, Still don't know who's doing the voice uh, of uh, Rocket Raccoon. I can't believe how long, how long they're teasing us with this. That's yeah. They've released like kind of artwork of it, so we know exactly what it's going to look like, but still not said who it is. And um, and plus, there's the whole thing about um, uh, Vin Diesel going for a meeting at Marvel. Yeah. And he's like, "It's going to be a big announcement. It's going to be huge announcements." And Marvel are like, "We haven't really got anything to announce, so don't expect anything." <laughs> and the one rumour that's come from that now I've heard is that he might do the voice of Groot oh right which would be <laughs> awesome not... all, all, all he, he, he would he would make perfect for that actually <laughs> that would be perfect because all he needs to say is just I am Groot and well, just record it once and that's fine or maybe they want different tones and different I am Groot I am Groot 
But yeah, the, but he's got a new trailer up as well, hasn't he? For his latest Riddick one. Yeah, I, I've, I can't I've believe been still doing that. Once bitten, twice shy. I'll be honest with that. I was like, I, I, I never really watched Pitch Dark. I've seen it since, but um, Pitch Black. Um, I was just like, I don't know, didn't really interest me. And then this, the Chronicles of Riddick right now. So the trailer was like, this looks quite interesting. I'm gonna go and watch that. So bored. I fell asleep. I was just bored to tears. Um, and I don't know why they keep making them. Do you know what is dead weird though? Right, Pitch Black was awful. Mm-hmm. The Chronicles of Riddick just atrocious yeah really bad the, the games, games. <laughs> yeah are amazing are so spot good. on they were absolutely really brilliant i mean the the hd remake as well i've been replaying through it again on yeah, the, um, on the, on the xbox yeah this so good so so good i mean that's one of my original favorite xbox games yeah um was the was the chronicles of Riddick, escape from butcher bay it was just such a good good title mm-hmm and uh, yeah, I think but that's, that's the what thing. The, he, he's should big on his doing. games. He like he's got he's got his own game studio and everything, hasn't he? Yeah. So at least like just like I don't know if you've got the money and then and you've got something you love like that, great that you can put the time and investment into that. But just he seems to be the only one who wants to make these movies, and he seems to be able to convince people to make them. I just don't know how. No, I wish he'd yeah. use his power for good instead. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be so much better, yeah, so much better. We wouldn't have to put up with that or more uh, Fast and Furious movies. Although, speaking of powers <laughs> and being good and evil... As long as we go back to um, Guardians of the Galaxy in a minute. Yes, in fact, do you want to go through this before I go <laughs> on to my big little bit then, since we're okay. speaking about games? Um, yeah, so um, the other <laughs> character they announced um, um, was... we. Everyone kind of knew that Karen Gillan, um, who was... Um, Amy Pond. Amy Pond, I think... Um, we don't watch Doctor Who, so we're not sure. It's the one time where she needs Steve. <laughs> Steve, yeah. come back. And and he's not. There's yeah. like two Doctor Who references now. Mm-hmm. Completely lost on us. Um. So yeah. Um. She got announced as um playing um. Hold on. She got announced as playing Nebula, the space pirate. Um, and what one person asked apparently was um isn't this nebula balls and she's like oh well interesting you should say and she pulls off her her red hair to reveal that she's completely bald, shaved bald yeah i wouldn't have guessed that no i would not have guessed that it's a good wig, wig. Yeah, it's a very good it was wig a brilliant wig <laughs> really was did not expect that to happen so yeah she's getting... properly committed she's just yeah this this is the role of i was born to play it's just the amount hair. of abuse that yes. uh, James Gunn's getting. So uh, apparently, <laughs> everyone's been like, yeah, shouting complete abuse. All the Hoovians going, "How could you? She had beautiful red locks. I one day wanted to stroke them. Now what am I to do?" Yeah, Steve, stop it. Yeah, that was yeah, it was Steve really. So he wrote on Twitter, "If you're sending me hate messages about Karen Gillan shaving her head, you might consider the overall state of your life." I love it. That is probably one of the best comebacks. To the point. It's brilliant. It's true. <laughs> the thing is, she'd have been. Yeah, there's, there's no way anyone could have been talked into doing that unless you didn't think, yeah, I'll do that. That sounds like fun. Or here's an extra 200 grand. Will you shave your head? Yes. Yes, I will. Yeah. <laughs> Just. I mean, especially especially likes of her as well, who is well known for likes of the character and stuff. So obviously, yeah, how much publicity has that got? Stuff. Exactly, crazy. Exactly. So okay, moving on. Go on. Yeah. So obviously, we were just speaking about having um, 
you know the powers for use of good or evil um and mainly your powers plasmid is what i'm sneaking this into with the new bioshock um dlc all right it looks amazing uh this is called burial at sea um it's got two parts is what it's going to be um and it's going to be based under the sea gonna be back at rapture back at rapture in its heyday when it's actually proper rapture instead of obviously all falling apart and Mm. you know the revolution's already taken effect this is this is smack bang and it's like is it 1958 uh new year's eve when it it takes place the first part so it's actually when rapture is thriving um and the hint of the revolution started kicking in that's well before bioshock one and two then Yes. Right. Yes. But it will help if you've played Bioshock 1, they yeah. keep saying. Uh, so they're dropping loads of hints. So I'm dead intrigued. They don't give much away apart from the fact that you get to play as Booker in part one and Elizabeth in part two. Okay. Um, so I'm not too sure when it takes place. I don't want to ruin any sort of spoilers for, for people out there who haven't played Bioshock Infinite yet. All I'll say is go out there, play it. It's a freaking awesome game. Yeah. Absolutely spot on. You currently um, get it for eleven ninety nine on Blockbuster Marketplace, people. That is superb. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's going to have you know it's, it's going to be a massive part of the DLC. It's going to like uh, our gameplay hour wise. They've, they've said it's going to be a very expansive game, so we're hoping it's it's going to put at least another four odd hours into the, into the title. Okay. Um, they're going to be looking at quite a few different things as well. Big Daddy's are coming back into it, which mm-hmm. is nice. Um, despite the fact I didn't think I'd miss them in the new one, but I, I have the new variation they've put in isn't as good in my opinion as the big daddies uh going to be brand new plasmids brand new weapons as well okay um yeah and splices about right so as uh, from my way understand it so booker and elizabeth are the main characters in infinite yes um and infinite is set when infinite is set uh, it's set after bioshock one and two but it's obviously up in yeah up in the skies okay um, so we're gonna see Booker and Elizabeth, though, in Rapture. Yes. Some years before. This, yeah, this will be before, before Bioshock One and Two. Okay. Then, because it's going to give you the reason how they actually meet. Okay. Um, so in effect. Okay. Well, I've so I haven't played Infinite yet to the point where you meet Elizabeth. I played it at Eurogamer. Um, was it you? Yeah. No, Gadget Show Live. Yeah. Um, so I haven't got to that point so so they know each other when they meet in infinite do they yes okay that's there you go that's what makes more sense now yeah i mean the story for, for bioshock infinite is is mm. superb it's brilliant brilliant game and it's one of those that even though the whole thing is basically just an escort quest um so to speak because the lace yeah. elizabeth is that... with you all the time the ai on it is yeah. phenomenal it's, she's the most useful because you'll useful find ammo and go here you go and throw it to you yeah. when you need it and and uh, just yeah. really help you out using her 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 powers to you know sort of manipulate in times of it works out brilliantly, mm. yeah. So yeah, genuinely, genuinely. You know, some of the best games are just escort quests. Look at stuff, you know, Ico and so much like just like that where you're just like, yeah, dragging around a second character. Yeah, as long as it's done well, like The Last of Us and um, and obviously Ico, yes. superb. Um, and Bioshock Infinite are spot on. There's so many games that just do it so, so I think so I'm getting to a point where I need to buy a PlayStation 3 now because there's at least half a dozen games that I really, really, really want to play that I can't currently. Yeah. And they're all pretty cheap, apart from Last of Us. But That'll come down again too. Yeah, still need to play Fahrenheit. Not Fahrenheit. Still need to play... Um, Heavy Rain. Heavy Rain. 
Yeah, so Rich, if you're listening, can I have it back like <laughs> three years after you borrowed it? Yes. <laughs> That'd be nice. I'd appreciate that. So um, that's cool. Also, um, speaking of sequels, right? Um, just throwing that in there. Um, yeah, um, Metal Gear Solid uh, Rising, or however you want to call it, Revengeance. Yeah. Um, oh uh, yeah, they're online. They've they got a new there. survey, um, so they're potentially going to be having a sequel to this coming through now. Um, what I wanted on the bottom of that survey was instead of what do you think of this and just tick what you'd like to see in it. I'd like to have just the comment box of what wouldn't you like to see in the sequel and my answer would have been everything that's in it because <laughs> the first one was really bad, really bad. I know people are saying you've got to take it as a different spin on the Metal Gear series to try something new. It doesn't matter. But it, the whole concept of the cutting doesn't doesn't work. It just takes you out of the out of the immersiveness. Mm. It's it was just awful. It was really really bad. I didn't even complete it, and it's the first Metal Gear I've not completed. Right, and I feel bad. It's sitting there. That I might at some point eventually get round to doing it, but I'm in no rush whatsoever to put it back on. It was just, it was awful. Horrendous. It was awful. Yeah. Um, Again, I played that a year, uh, like we like really, really briefly at Eurogame. It was just meh. Yeah, just I'm just looking meh. forward to the the Metal Gear anthology sort of thing, the Legacy con- edition. Um, yeah. Well, to be fair, that's another reason I should I need to get a PS3 then <laughs> because yeah. that's not going to be on Xbox, is it? Nope. Or at least not the full thing, I don't know. Yeah, the full thing isn't going to be on there, but I'm looking forward to that. And I'm also looking forward to um, Bethesda have just announced they're going to do the... Oh, yeah, the uh, Elder Scrolls. An- yeah, anthology. Mm. All of them. So that's going to get me getting my, my geek back on again for a very, very long time. Mm. Um, if I'm just, and we're going back through to Skyrim again, again, again. Um, and hopefully this time round, be able to complete it. And we're now like 142 hours or something into Skyrim 4. Okay. And still not near the point where I can see the light is coming towards the end of the tunnel. <laughs> just ready for this, the new Disguise yeah, to come out. It's it's just so good, though. So good. If you haven't played Disguise 4, I wholeheartedly recommend going out. Yeah. If you're into really just funny games with amazing strategy elements, go for it. The battle system's awesome. The characters are possibly my favourite characters in any games. Mm. The just the interaction between them all is just amazing. It's so much fun just being around them all. And, uh, yeah, sardines. I'm not going to say any more than that. People <laughs> okay. need to, to go off and, and buy it. Right. It's it's just so good. So, I'll, so good. As soon as I finish playing uh, Rollercoaster Tycoon, I'll, uh, I'll pick it up. <laughs> you, you're still playing that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just I need to finish, the, the, finish them all just so I can get the Mega Park. The only reason I wanted to play it is because I wanted to have the big free reign Mega Park. And just make. I remember making this amazing theme park. There's all themed zones and everything. It was just astounding. And I just want to do that again. So just wait. It's going to be awesome. Did, did you never like cheat and put in the. No. If you're not cheating, put no. the code so you can no. do it? No. No. Never. So you, you're sticking to your guns. And yeah, I mean, I do. I'll go through a level in a night. Um, and I've been playing Little Big Adventure off and on. And I've just completed Little Big Adventure again. I just love that game. Nice. So I've got LBA 2 sitting there soon. Speaking of adventures, and okay. we all like adventures and roller coaster type things where you're on a track. Okay. Did you see the the trailer I put up of the or the gameplay footage leaked of Horror of the Orient? <laughs> yes, but how I don't I can't see where that segue came from. Right, because speaking of uh, roller coaster tracks, because you're on a track train, you're going through it all. Um, yeah, done part of the video. Just going. Through. It's a really weak attempt at, at trying really, to really bring bad. it in. 
it was mainly all about the adventure because obviously it's going to be like a nice adventure type game is it featuring no. whores and yeah. orients yeah and that's it bye yeah. no it looks awful and i'm really sorry <laughs> about this okay because wait, it's the game. la noir the, yeah. is is one of my all-time favorite it's people games. who did la noir and it's the you know yeah so so it's team bondi and it has gone through a lot of trouble um it's it's been on and off so many times it's ridiculous not even just for one thing it's been many things like the funding the publishers the disputers yeah. arguments between the story it's it's been on and off for so long i just don't understand why because la noir was such a huge hit it's so successful it wasn't as successful as what they needed it to be, right, though. Because it cost that so much. The, yeah, because in effect, they brought up a brand new facial technology uh, okay. to, to bring so that's, in for But that. that's bringing in, um, yeah, the money spent on that, they, they, they could then use on other stuff. So it's, you know, new yeah. technology. But it, sold, it still sold loads. It was critically acclaimed. Oh, yeah. It just Everything. wasn't picked up enough by, by the consumers. But regardless, point, that doesn't that mean they need downside. to change anything. That just means they need to be a little bit cheaper, which it should be because they've got everything ready now. Yeah. The first thing I thought when I saw the gameplay of the Horror of the Orient was this looks very, very similar to L.A. Noir in terms of just the kind of the detail on the streets and the characters and stuff like that. Then they started moving. Um, and they yeah. started fighting, and it just you see, it was slap like it is. It was yeah, the worst karate chopping action I've ever seen just in any. Go, go on our on our website e.e.e.k.com yeah. and have a watch of it because it's just horrendous. Um, it's a really early alpha build, so hopefully it'll change. I'm I'm assuming they're just put getting all the story in ready, and they'll just they're all to the fighting and have it working. Because all they need to do was just do plumbing. L.A. Noire again, but set it somewhere else. Maybe, you know, yes. change it slightly. Yeah, and I, it looks like that's what they're aiming for, but for some reason they've just... They've just messed up very, very badly. I do was, not get it. I was completely shocked by that. Completely shocked by that. Um, but, but that's why it's been going through so much trouble. Clearly it's been it's been dropped by the publisher because they must have played it or watched it and just gone, yeah, this is awful. Uh, it it just looked like they put so much into the cover based action into it as well. Mm. I wasn't happy with that. I wasn't happy with that in the slightest. It was yeah, just it's... it's too generic now. That looks like the problem for this. But it looks nowhere near but as that good was... as what likes of when LA Noir came out. It was that was still like different. that though. Apart, I mean the the main obviously the main missions, the main stories, main cases. Um, they put a lot of effort into making them quite unique and stuff and you know you might have had okay gunfights or whatever and cover and things like that but when you then did all the side missions they were just the same thing oh yeah again, like when you got to stop again, the bank the bank again, heist and, again. and stuff like that yeah. yeah i completely agree but the nice thing about that is you didn't have to run off and do them i know mm. you, if you really want to like i did i went through about 90 i did until i opened up pretty much the whole of the city and then you'd be driving along um you'd be about 30 seconds from your destination and then yeah, call we'll come, yeah, through. Yeah, we'll come through and goes. Oh, we've got a, there's a robbery at a bank, and you go, okay, let's look at the map, and it's right the way over the other side of the freaking city. Yeah, and you're like, that is actually going to take me about 15 minutes to drive there. Yeah, literally, so, no, <laughs> this is the entire. It's actually real time drive there. No, <laughs> just yeah. I although what I did love, I read a story about a guy who was playing it with his granddad because uh, his granddad was alive, and mm. um, obviously when it was going through the in time the period 40s or 50s um, and that's he lived in one of the neighborhoods in la at the time so when his his mate drove his grandson drove up in the game he was like go here 
So his granddad ended up taking the control pad and just drove around LA going, right, if you take a left here, you'll come across this shop here. And as he went, the shop was there in all mm. the detail. And he's like, this is brilliant. And he went through the entire like, LA, yeah. just navigating his grandson around going, and you'll find here. And even to the stage where like at the side of some of the, the buildings will be the skips from when they were actually in real life having skip stuff there. So they put so much detail wow. and accuracy into that title. It's all from photos and stuff. It's, it's insane. So hopefully... Well, the Orient yeah, does do it justice. For China. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully. Cause well, is that it was Hong just, Kong? I can't remember. It's just so bad. It's mm. so, so bad at the moment. I'm not looking forward to it, yeah. which is a shame. Uh, I'm going to just bring in a bit of um, a little bit unusual. I'm going to talk about tech news. We don't ah. get a lot of this. We should do. It's one of the letters. It's in, It has its own letter to itself, E. Um, it's only a brief one, but um, O2 this week announced their 4G price plans okay so um obviously in the uk um 4g has been available for around about nine months now via ee orange and t-mobile's kind of parent company ee um and they're the only people that have it now the rest of the spectrum got auctioned off around about six months ago um o2 vodafone three everyone else bought a share of it and they've been working away at getting it sorted now, O2 have announced that they're going to be launching theirs on the 29th of August. Okay, It's going to be a minimum of 26 quid a month, which is a five more expensive than EE, which is interesting to start with. It's not going to be as fast as EE can do, because oh my God. the tech's not quite there yet. Um, and it's yeah. only going to be available in London, Leeds, and Bradford. By the end of the year, there's going to be another 12 cities added to that. Um, yep. So... I know some of them already. Okay. This so, is this is one good thing about the the job I do. Mm. I know where all this is coming to. Okay. Do you know though that it's not going to be compatible with the iPhone five? Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> what are they yes. doing? Goodness like, knows. Seriously, if, it's the if, part. It's not necessarily their fault. The bit that they bought, the bit the bit the spectrum, um, just isn't compatible. <laughs> just just doesn't work with the iPhone five. So if we see a new a new iPhone come out in October, November, you better hope that they've, they've made it, they've put in the right frequencies for it. Um, yeah. So the, um, this massive part of their customer base who have bought um, this phone going, right, when it comes out, I'll be ready for it, just won't be able to use it. That is wonderful. Shocking. Absolutely Although wonderful. I'm hoping that quite a few more now jump on this 4G just so we can stop all the adverts of Kevin Bacon coming on my screen. Well, yeah, it'll either be that or it'll be I mean, um, a, a cat pretending to be a dog. I quite like, like uh, that advert. A chicken pretending to be a pig or something. But the, what bearing has it got? What what's brilliant. it mean? What What's it got to do with buying a, a mobile phone? You could say the same about the, about the perfume ads or... Like any any advert now for the telly, I mean bloody sexing up chocolate. The, there's there's really there's no need okay, to. Okay, yeah, a gorilla, no a gorilla playing the drum like does have nothing to do with chocolate. But I don't know. I I just I, I if you look at it like that, then fair enough. It's funny. It's a cat pretending to be a dog. But I think they've got some really grand plan of this means something. This is deep and like this is like, you know, be different don't be what you should be be something else but why that's got anything to do with you know trying to make me buy a um a mobile phone i don't know i have no idea but either way the only good thing is it's julian barrett doing the voice so. yeah he needs more work <laughs> we need a mighty boost movie 
Um, I mean, blooming Alan Partridge, Alpha Papa, is getting rave reviews. Have you seen what he done for the for the premiere as well in Norwich, <laughs> yeah. which was brilliant? Anyone who dressed up um, as Alan Partridge through the years would get into the would get premier. into the premiere for free, which I'd love to do that. Just go see Alan Partridge film with Alan Partridge. Mm. That is just so good. He did good. the premiere and then he um, jumped in a helicopter and got flown to London where the proper premiere was. <laughs> so yeah. Because apparently everyone was like, why, why are you doing it in, in London? Do it in Norwich. Go to Norwich. So he went to Norwich and did a, a premiere in the day, like one o'clock in the afternoon. So, yes. So good. It's, I'm, I'm quite I looking hope, forward to it. I hope it is it. good. I think it needs to be. Um, the stuff he did with Sky uh, was hit and miss. Um, that mid-morning matters where he was just doing his radio show was all right. Um, the, he did a book review one um, where he was sitting down with someone interviewing him about his book you know he, he, one he's actually written as, as Alan Partridge that was just terrible wasn't funny in the slightest and then the welcome to the places of my life or whatever it's called was genius yeah oh great uh, but hopefully hopefully they've got the movie right yeah I have got me uh, I've got my hopes for this yeah. very very much so aye it'd be nice to have more of him I also want more of the IT crowd I hope that they bring back IT crowd. I don't think that is. I'm sure I heard that that was done with... But it was so good. Yeah. So, so good. There's so many comedies that, that just need to make a comeback. I mean, when Red Dwarf did Red Dwarf 10, that was that was brilliant. That, that, was, that was really yeah, good. But that's different. That is four out-of-work actors going, let's go back to what we were really popular for, <laughs> <laughs> I think. I mean, yeah, it was good. Like, I... I so what's it? Back to Earth was terrible, but Red Dwarf Ten, the actual proper series, was decent. Whereas you look at everyone who's in um, in the IT crowd, and they're massive. Yeah, that's 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 true. Yeah, all doing blooming Hollywood Hollywood movies and just yeah. I want to see the um, speaking of Hollywood movies, that Only God Forgives, the new Ryan Gosling film. I haven't seen anything about that. Oh, looks amazing. Um, speaking of slightly Asian orientated films as well, I've seen All Boys been pushed back now as well. Spike Lee. Yeah, the Rem- Spike Lee. Uh, the Spike Lee remake's oh. been pushed back. How come? It hasn't give full on information. Um, I just I was trying to read the the update about it. it said not much has been given. Um, some news is going to be yet to follow um, as the reason why. I hope they're just going to cancel it. I know that's not going to happen. Um, no, it's because not it's all me. finished and done. But. Yeah, it's one of those films that genuinely didn't need to have um, the actual remake happen to it, the reboot for it. There's no need to have an American version. It really wasn't. The original is so good. But there's still loads of people who haven't seen it, so... That's why they need to go out and watch the and watch the original version. Yeah. Honestly, the Asian version is so, so good. I, I, I agree. Fact, that trilogy was just so was But there brilliant. are people who just, you know, there's so many people who won't watch a film just because it's subtitled. Yeah, it's, it's what so what gets me about movies like the subtitled movies. You can always tell from the trailer. If you've never heard of it, you can tell if it's going to be foreign or not. They won't make a single mention of it, but you'll notice that there's no speaking in it. Like the raid. Yeah. You saw the trailer for that. You're like, this looks amazing. And the amount of people that went to see that and went, oh, that's you know, it's all foreign. This wasn't what I was prepared for. Just nothing. They completely hide it. I mean, maybe that's a bit different because, I mean, you know, everyone's Chinese. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> not, you know, in, in old boy. But, um, 
some of them yeah really really obvious it's like um i don't know if you watched the returned uh the uh, french uh, no on channel four really wanted to watch it but i never got around uh, to sky plus and it was mm. one of those things it's on at a ridiculous time yeah. at like 10 o'clock well again well, like the, advert, the advert for that didn't have any talking in it no it was like oh this looks really good and then they happened to mention the acclaimed french drama like, uh okay it's gonna be some terrible my problem with that i've got it all ready to watch I, I put a TV program on, on on my Skybox and I sit there on my laptop and I'll I'll play Rollercoaster Tycoon or something while I've got some on telly and I don't necessarily need to keep my eyes on the TV all the time. I'll just, you know, I'll play the game and I'll look up and I'll watch it and I'll listen to it and I can perfectly follow it unless it's something I really, 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 really need to just watch and give attention to. This I'm not going to be able to. I'm going to have to sit and read. I'm going to have to oh, read no, for Dan, my like heart bleeds 45 for you. minutes an episode and there's six episodes just do it. Well, that's four and a half and hours then, of my life and that then I've let got me to know dedicate. If it's worth watching. Okay. Well, I've been told it is. I hope so. I hope so. I've been told I hope so. It does. It does look really good. Really good, and it's nice to have something different. Coming well, through. the alternative is just wait a couple of years for the inevitable American remake. Um, yeah. There you go. Uh, but yeah, it'll happen. Um, you had some weird news, Reg. Uh, one more thing. Is it time for one more thing already? Yeah, why not? Yeah, I can't believe we're an hour into this already. How good it is without Steve. But yes. Yay. Um, this is something we mentioned last week, but we, we held it over because it was just... Last yeah, nothing week was could so, be... So jam-packed with hilariousness. Did you see my um, my tweet I put up about the work conversation just quickly before I go on to the one more thing? Yes. Um, me. It was brilliant. We Basically, uh, we were sitting in work and we had a bit of a mini quiz. Uh, coming up, and one of the quizzes um, was, can you name me the seven wonders of the world? Uh, to which one of the youngest girls that we've got, like a work experience type, um, well, graduate girl, through, <laughs> stood up and was like, yep, the London Eye and uh, that wall thing in China. The China Wall? Yeah, and we're like, pardon me. <laughs> She's like, yeah, the, the, the China Wall and, and the London Eye. I'm like, no. Just, just know the London Eye is not a is not a seven wonder of the world. She's like, oh, well, I really enjoyed it when I went on it. <laughs> right, that doesn't make it a wonder of the world. Just, just throwing it out there. And as soon as he said it, I was like, straight on the Twitter account, that'll do. <laughs> Boom, throw that out there. Just seemed to be a week of just random, random comments. Obviously, having Kim on the pod, um, and then yeah, having her now. All I can say is. She was even more hilarious than uh, you can tell because we had to cut some stuff out, unfortunately. Yes, we Stuff did. we didn't get approval for some things. Um... Unless, of course, you downloaded it on Monday. Shh. I mean, uh... Don't, don't tell them that. No. Yeah, you got an extended edition. She won't listen to this one, so we can talk about that, can't we? Yeah, I did love that. I was <laughs> like, okay, and talk, uh, take us out is Kim. I don't know how to do it. <laughs> she was brilliant. Kim, would you like to take us out? Where to? Yeah, on a date. On like. a date. <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, so what, what I will do actually, I'm going to post um, just to give everyone a little bit of background on how amazing she is. I'm, I'll post the uh, um, wisdom of Kim. Um, so I can't amazing. remember we mentioned it before, but we we made a book of her Kimisms, as we call them. Like the, we've already mentioned it, definitely mentioned this one. That if if you cut a worm in, uh, sorry, a ferret in half, it doesn't grow back like a worm does. Things like that, and like is Worcester a real place? Um, also, um, is Airbus where they made the Titanic? 
Uh, yeah, many others. She's, she's funny. Oh, is that water real? That was another one she said. We basically got our friend Rich to illustrate them, and we made a book um, for Christmas. It made her cry. She was so emotional about it. It was amazing, though. Um, so I'll I'll post the pages because they look they're brilliant. Yeah. Anyone's even remotely interested. Um, other things we posted actually. Um, the full if you are interested, the full interview with uh, with Twin Forks is now up on YouTube. Just I put it into four parts, so you just see the full questions. You can see lovely Susie um, and equally lovely Chris and the other two. They're awesome too. Uh, <laughs> nice. But um, yeah, that's up there. Um, yeah. Um, right, you can take us out now, Red. All right, well, in fact, youtube.com forward slash g.e.e.k. And also, while you're at it, go to Facebook. Facebook.com forward slash g.e.e.k. And twitter.com forward slash g.e.e.k. Um, what my mission is for this week is to get everything prepared for the g.e.e.k. first annual quiz show. Ooh. I've been talking about it for ages. I just have never got around to actually getting everything sorted, but that's my mission. I have a day off tomorrow. I have a day off on Friday. Nothing else to do. That's it. I'm doing it. It's going to get ready. Excellent. Lots of stuff I've got to prepare. I am looking forward to One this. One thing this I'm very really excited fun. at recording. <laughs> but we'll find out. So one more thing. Yep, just one more thing. Um, yeah, an Australian billionaire is actually building a r real, well, not real life, but an actual Jurassic Park. No way. Yep, he's apparently this dude's quite famous anyway for for recreating just random things. Like he's got a recreation of his own Titanic. Um, <laughs> he's had built for him, which all the rooms and everything all resemble exactly what the Titanic was like. Uh, well, this guy is called Clive Palmer, and uh, yeah, he's actually got 165 mechanical dinosaurs sent across to his um, his resort on his island. Wow. Um, but as for just personal use, apparently not. The animatronic animals are also going to be very educational. He's going to be able to let kids go around and actually learn about the dinosaurs and things. Uh, but yeah, it's going to have like the woodland area in there where you're going to have the certain types of the dinosaurs. You're going to okay. have like a water park so you'd be able to see all the water ones and obviously, I suppose, a meaty bit where all the proper dinosaurs will be. A meaty bit. Yeah. Is that how they described it in Jurassic Park? I hope so. Wait, they're closing in on the meaty bit. <laughs> but that'd be amazing but basically you clever girl this dude is just mental he sounds amazing <laughs> and I'd, I'd love to actually you know just know what he's like as a person anyone who thinks a couple of billion quid what do I do make himself a Jurassic Park and sit the Titanic in uh, come the middle on. of it It'd totally amazing. that's exactly what I'd do if I get the Titanic bit if I had a billion pound I'd make sure move three uh, okay you make real life Shenmue three. You'd get genetically uh, modified so you look like Rio, and then you'd be him, and you'd just pay loads of actors. But have you have you ever seen Sinek Doki New York? Seen what? Sorry. Sinek Doki New York. No. It's a movie. Uh, it's got Philip Seymour Hoffman in, and um, basically he decides that he he um, wants to kind of put on the biggest, most uh, extravagant, most um, ridiculous play of all time um it's going to be based on his life and he basically gets this warehouse builds like kind of a new york city in there has his apartment and everything he and then um, he gets actors to come in and recreate all the moments from his life so <laughs> yeah literally ev everyone is there permanently that? whether they're on, on scene or not you know they're they're walking around being actors kind of truman show-esque like mm. but 
it's everyone knows what's going on. There's no one's, you know, um, and he's directing it all and everything. So that would that could be like you could just recreate the streets of Hong Kong as you're uh, running after Landy. I would love to do that. Just stay in character, everyone. Can I iron palm you now? <laughs> I'll just go around iron palming everyone. everyone. I'd make a worse Ryozuki. Yeah, I think ever, but I just genuinely, I just generally love to do it. Anything that can just bring him back into the forefront, I'd be more than happy that for. That would give him a bit of publicity. Oh yeah, Definitely. surely then he would make Shenmue three. And you'd probably have to pay him for the licensing rights, um, which would probably give him enough money to go and make the actual game. Mm-hmm. Thing is, would you want to? Would you actually want to be involved in it, or would you rather just let it be completely fresh? You're saying I'd I'd go and make it. Well, would you though? Or would you say here's money, get it, come back in two years and let me play it? I would probably do. I would probably say I'd love to be involved in it, and I I would. But knowing me, I wouldn't be able to do it properly. I'd be like, right, okay. Um, why are you here? Make Rio Azuki go into this shop and just ask for something really. St- and I'd be like, right, okay, you get out. <laughs> I just wouldn't be able to My money. take everything seriously. Okay. I just want him to do loads of really random, sporadic things. Um, but I don't know. My love shows no bounds. No. I'm just, so, I'm just so excited. Eventually it will get made at some point. Surely? It's got to. If it doesn't, I suppose I'll just have to keep on, you know, playing one and two over and over again. Yep. And again. And again. And then again. Yep. Yep. You do, you do need and, to do that. And play, and play Sleeping Dogs again with the mod on the PC. Did you see the dude? What? That, there's a dude on um that's made a sleeping dogs mod, so like you you get up is basically Rio because obviously you can change your character and he's Asian okay. anyway, so you got a plaster on your on your side of your cheek, yes. just like the normal jacket and stuff. But you go through, but he's modded all the uh, NPCs so it's the same NPCs that are in Shenmue, and he's he's done it. He's took ages doing it and it looks amazing. Just I want to mention Wolverine one last time. Did you see you know the bit with the funeral? And then there's a couple of guys who were kind of trying to kidnap her mainly. Yeah. One of them was wearing like a white vest, a blue jacket, yeah, and a white um, kind of what do you call it handkerchief tied on his head. And I was like, that it just looks like Ren. That is Ren. <laughs> That's exactly what he wears. See, there you go. We've <laughs> already like, got another one on the characters. I would love if that was on purpose, but no, I'm sure that's just the thing that they wear in the triad. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yeah, expecting Wong to come running in. That would be amazing. Yeah. That'd be so good. Joy's motorbike. Joy. <sighs> right. Yes. Should we geek out? Sorry. I believe we should do. Yeah. Um, when are we going to go to Jurassic Park? Um, I think we should go next we Thursday. We've already been. Remember the... um the we, Yeah. We went on that boat. And then um, the... Um... Oh, that's why I'm not going again, actually. That's just bloody your fault, because instead of taking us on a desired path... The Brachiosaurus jumped out the water and knocked us off into the raptor enclosure. Yeah, um, only because then... you scared him taking photos. I didn't take photos, I was filming. Oh, that's even worse. You're even worse. So, no, I was quite happy, just content, having a nice little jaunt around on the boat. Yes. And then, no, Dan scares him. And then we get chucked off course onto the bloody raptor thing. Well, end up near getting attacked by the T Rex. Leaving the gate open. Yeah. I don't think I've ever been so scared in my life. We're still here to tell the tale. I know, but it's still scary stuff. Yeah, and I'm missing yeah. a leg. Yeah. In fact, I am, if you look, check the progress of a, 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 a new Harry Potter bit, 
as well. We're talking about Universal Studios, just in case anyone hasn't guessed. Um, there's a Jurassic I'd love Park it if someone was like, oh my god, Red Jurassic <laughs> lost his leg in a dinosaur accident. So, yeah, Jurassic Park rides Ace, but um, they're building a brand new Harry Potter bit. And Reg has a, has a pretty deep hatred for Harry Potter. I was going to say all things Harry Potter, but not all things Harry Potter, because he loves the Lego games, and he also loves um, the, the ride. Um, it was it just, was, it was it genuinely, was, it, it was dead magical. good. It was just magical. But um, the in in Universal Studios in Florida, you have Universal Studios Park, and then you have Islands of Adventure. And Islands of Adventure is where Harry Potter is. And they're building now in Universal Studios another Harry Potter land. It's going to be like the London side, so you've got Diagon Alley and everything. Um, and then they're going to have the Hogwarts Express joining the two up. So um, if you just check online, it's just the progress of it looks amazing it looks absolutely immense really even more so if you've if you'd ever been any of the listeners have ever been when jaws was there so you know kind of what that area looks like because that's just been completely raised now and now it's all these buildings just oh, Christ. huge looks absolutely incredible uh, i'm quite excited but that supposed to be ready for next year they reckon mm. when we're gonna go we're going in end of august again i decree Yes. yes, yes, as long as we can. I really want to go. I'm so excited. We can. One of the guys I work with is going on Monday. Oh, that's not very nice. No, so he's going to know how excited he's going to be going on the Transformers ride. And Apparently everything. don't be. Apparently it's exactly like Spider-Man and um, you just end up going, well, that was just like Spider-Man, let's go on Spider-Man instead. Oh. Apparently. It's Transformers though, I love Transformers. Transformers movie though. Is it based on the movie, is it? Yeah. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> it's a movie theme park. Mm, right. Fair enough. Anyway, let's move on. Yeah. Bye. Right. Time to geek out. I've been Dan. And I've been Reg. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>